good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in this present moment, what time of the day, what time of the year, currently right now in this present time, it's October the 9th, 2020, and I am here on my run, my daily run, but today I'm going to talk about, real quickly, just a recap of what's been going on in my life. And uh, a couple of cool readings I had in the morning this past couple of weeks. I've been reading these books. Uh, one's called The Organized Mind by Daniel Levitin. I think it's Daniel J. Levitin. I might be incorrect with this, with the middle initial, but I know it's Daniel Levitin. And another book called Spark by Dr. James Rady. And uh, is it John Rady or James Rady? Man. <laughs> Talk about memory, man. Well, the, the reason I was reading those books is I've, I've been working on my brain trying to get, um, you know, maximize my brain function. Uh, I think I did a lot of damage to my brain during my football years when I played football in high school. I think had a lot of head-on collisions. And uh, I didn't know that they were impactful and would like cause a lot of stress on your brain. And I had this one, one of my friends, Randy, he was a little bit older than me. I think he was a great older than me. And when I was in varsity football, I was a junior. And he would always tell me, come on, Castillo, head on, head on. So like he would, like before the games, he would get me all riled up. Not only me, but a couple of other guys. And he was a big dude, right? And he'd do like this, this head-on, like two or three head-ons. Like I remember, like super hard, kind of like a wake-up moment. Shit, little did I know that I was causing fucking lots of brain disaster there, a lot of degeneration of the brain and shit. It was. I had a lot of head-on collisions as well with like other players during the games and practice as well. Yeah, so a lot of damage. And then after football, in college years. Shit, you can think about anything I did wrong is alcohol abuse, you know, binge drinking, not sleeping well. I think the only thing that I was doing pretty good was exercise. I was always active, playing soccer, jogging. I think that kind of helped me a little bit. But in my my last four years, I've kind of done a lot of reading on you know, just brain function and how can you improve your brain function? So that book Spark sparked a lot of ideas on how to, you know, rewire my brain and keep it healthy. Um, I noticed that my memory wasn't as well, you know, wasn't as good as, as, it, was, as it was when I was a kid. Also my speech. I remember when I was in football, after a couple of hits, I just remember having like this, not a stutter, but kind of like a, it was just like a little moment of thinking. I had to, well, what I was, was going to say, because I never had that problem. I was pretty fluid with my speech, very fluid with my thoughts more than anything. So I noticed that this little interp, you know, this like there was like this sudden I don't say stutter, but kind of like a something was 
you know, just not letting me speak. I don't know. It was, I can't even describe it because it wasn't bad. It, was, it wasn't really noticeable. It was just I couldn't notice it on myself that I couldn't think clearly. So these books, the Organized Mind and the Spark book have really given me a lot of ideas on how to, you know, improve my brain function. Not only that, but also just tuning into the right folks on on social media, such as like Jimmy Quick. I call him Jimmy. He's called Jim Quick, but he has an incredible memory. And uh, I shared a video of him yesterday while he was at, on a stage. He was doing a video, and he was saying like how the brain works and all that stuff. And then he told the folks in the audience, "You know, give me two digits. Everybody, give me two digits. Like 25 people. Just give me two digits, random order, whatever you already want." And say what's up to the ducks, folks. So he tells the audience, they go down the line, they pass the mic, you know, no, there was no like, uh, it, was, it was just random, very random. People were choosing numbers, zero, three, one, two, whatever. So he's like, all right, guys, now it's my turn to recall all those numbers so make sure you wrote them down so I, like people wrote them down in notebooks and just keeping track of the numbers and then he he recalled all the numbers dude it was freaking amazing i mean i was thinking maybe he's cheating but i don't know maybe he is maybe he's not it was 25 numbers 25 sets of numbers so he called them all out and then he's like all right guys i'm gonna take it up a notch now I'm going to say him in reverse order. And he said him in reverse order, dude. It was amazing. I was like, this guy. So he's like Jim Quick. He's a he's a thought leader, I guess. He has a lot of, uh, I think he has books. I don't, I don't, I haven't read, really read any of his books, but I've kept up with his social media. And he gives a lot of tips on what to do, what not to do, what routines to take seriously, and what routines to avoid what behaviors to avoid and a lot of the routines he talks about is um, really just staying away from the phone is one thing as much as possible uh, talks about how some uh, apps are distractful and addicting and how can they can mess with your your memory and your intelligence IQ and um just routines that you gotta follow, you know, like just a lot of rest, uh, read, a lot of reading. He re recommends a lot of reading. And so I'm reading all these books and watching all these, you know, social media accounts that have brain function, neurogenesis, which is rewiring of the brain. And um, they give a lot of good, a lot of good feedback, a lot of good tips. So I'm kind of combining all these ideas and coming up with my own strategy that works for me. You know, so with the book Spark, it kind of tells you that with, with uh, exercise, it's kind of like the main rebuilder of, uh, of, the, of the brain. It's like the main ingredient for it to work, for your brain to re rewire itself. And 
you know, be functioning at 100% is exercise. So that's that's a really good motivator for me when I read that book. I was like, man, it got me back in, in track. You know, I've been rewiring my brain. I always think about when I'm running, it's like a run meditation for me. So I'm running down my thoughts. I am uh, creating new ideas as I'm running. And I'm also, you know, doing like little mantras, little uh, like prayer types, you know, praying for peace, praying for love, praying for health. And it's a, it's a vibrant, you know, it's a, it's a frequency. So that's part of the, the stuff from, from Spark, you know, and it also talks about how that book is really good because it talks about how running and exercise is really good for fighting addiction, fighting any kind of addiction. It's uh, really good for getting rid of ADHD, social anxiety, all these mental factors. So I was like, man, this is awesome, dude. Like, he was saying that in some of the schools, they found out that whenever they did PE or athletics in the morning for the, for the students, they had a better scores, they had better engagement with the teachers after that. So that, that's something I, I can't remember, I can't recall the school, I'm talking about memory, right? I can't remember the school that did it, but it was a couple of schools that were doing that. And it helps the students tremendously. So it's something that I've carried over to the my field, because I work with speech pathology. You know, talking about my little stutter and how it's helped me, my running and my exercise, and my, my nutrition. I feel like it's giving me a better, more clear mind on how to have engagement with what I have to say to stay with a clear mind and be able to process data, you know, efficiently. And uh, that's what I'm talking about right there. I don't know if you heard it, but yeah. So uh, this book was giving me tons of ideas and just being, you know, more alert on how to create a better. Uh, better mind for myself with a better brain better functioning and I've seen the progression of my ability to recall more information my ability to have a better conversation to stay focused with with people what people are saying to me because that was another thing that I had a trouble with when I was growing up you know before the football before all of that I always had trouble really staying in focus mode when somebody was talking to me anybody you know i remember having conversations with people and i was in la la land <laughs> and they were talking to me and i wasn't really paying attention to what they were saying i was in another world and it still happens every now and then it still happens but not as much but it, it's really important that we keep you know nutrition you know the exercise the mental health all of those factors in uh, plain view because we get distracted and we don't take care of those needs and that's when all the other stuff you know clutters your brain and you're not able to have a high functioning brain and one thing that I'm learning now with the organized mind book by uh, doctor I don't know if it's a doctor but I call him doctor Daniel Levitin is that uh, I love that that book is talk teaching me and talking about organizational skills. Just from simple 
organizational skills. Um, you know, keeping clutter-free environments. Uh, learning about not multitasking, how it does play a major role on a bunch of other issues. Also, trying to, you know, organize your data from your mind. So, and that, that's one thing my, one of my friends and my, one of my co-host friends as well, he's a co-host of mine with the Switch podcast. Shout out to the happy Switch, Oscar. Yes, uh, Oscar does a lot of that. He, he actually read that book before I did, and he actually recommended that book, and he's used a lot of those recommendations. He, he would always tell me, like, the biggest thing he got out of it is that you have to download your mind onto other sheets or other devices so that your mind has more space to work with. And um, I've been carrying that. Now that I'm reading that, I was like, hmm, it does make sense that your mind works better when you leave it free of a space to work with so like an example is that like today i had a really busy day i saw a bunch of people i'm a speech pathologist and i'm also a child fine coordinator so i had meetings throughout the day with different people so for me to download my information i would have to like write those notes on a piece of paper and i also use my phone to take pictures of certain names, uh, certain data that I was, that was shared with me so that I don't have to like be constantly, let me remember what happened in that session or let me let me try to remember what happened in that meeting. Uh, what, was it, what was that name of that person? So that's something I've been changing in the last few days because I've learned it through the Organized Mind book and I'm not even halfway done. I'm barely at the first quarter page. I think I'm on page 106, 103 something, somewhere around there, Some 104 I think. But it has a lot of data on how the mind, you know, when there's certain activities that when you're multitasking is actually lowering your IQ. So I think one of the examples they provided in the book, and I'm just going to paraphrase it real quick, is that if you are, let's say, listening to a song or listening to music while you're studying, instead of really having a higher IQ, your IQ is decreased by 10 points, I think it was. And the reason is that your, your mind is interpreting different type of data you're really not focusing your mind is trying to put all those wiring together and um, I mean I, I'm explaining it pretty bad but I'll give you the gist is that since you're multitasking the brain is not effective in learning and that's like common sense shit right because you think about it some people say they're really great at multitasking and that is good that if you're able to do that but the chances that you're great at it are not 100% and what they were saying is that a lot of people who multitask they tend to do very poor uh, I guess quality they'll do quantity but not good quality work 
and that's where the problem lies. Lies, sorry. <laughs> so I've been implementing a lot of the strategies into my routines, a lot of behavior changes, I'm trying to modify the way I think, the way I eat, the way I uh, create my, I guess my calendar has really, really helped a lot. And my, my routine is really, like it's very functional. It, it works for the family, it works for me, and that's what I like. Since I have kids, my wife, and everybody needs their own time, so my thing is that since I get out at five, my eight to five schedule allows me to right at five, get ready and go to run. And that's why I'm here talking to you right now on my walk. I'm gonna run in a little bit, but that's my routine. As soon as I get off of work, since I'm working virtually now, I'm at home. I'm able to get dressed, five to 10 minutes, be outside like 5.15, stretch for like a five, 10 minutes, and then I'm running. So my, then my run, it's really important for me because that's where I feel like my brain is starting to, you know, like rewire itself. And not only that, but just stress, stress relieving, the meditation as I'm running, the mantras, the positive energy that I feel. It's just like an overall or like overhauling my, my engine, my brain engine. And that's my afternoon routine. I'll do maybe two or three miles, sometimes a good four miles. And I include a little bit of pull-ups, which is kind of like a little strenuous on, on my body because I do like 100 reps, 50 to, 50 to 100 reps. And it's pretty, pretty tough on my shoulders, my arms. But I feel like it just gives me a lot of that tension that I have in my body, takes it out of, takes it out of it, you know, so. That's what I like. Another thing that um, I try to implement, and I've been implementing this since I read the the Spark book. Um, so what I said is like, all right, when I wake up in the morning, my routine's gonna be like this, so I can maximize my learning, maximize my brain, and you know, work on my speech delivery and all that stuff. Because I also do voice voice acting. So what I started doing in the mornings a couple of years ago, maybe like 2018, late 2018, my routine was in the morning, wake up, try to avoid the phone, which is really difficult. Avoid the phone. And if I use the phone, it's to use to put on some music, some, I would just like write down the meditative music, you know, meditative music. And then I would take out the book that I was going to read, which is Spark. And I read a couple other books that year. Um, so I would get that book. And I remember, okay, so what I'm going to do so I can maximize my time and also work myself is that I'm going to read a chapter or read a couple of pages and then work out. So my, my session was like, do I would, work, I would, I would do like a four workout thing so that I would do four different types of exercises and I'll do 25 reps of each and in between each of those 25 reps 
I would sit down and, and or not sit down, actually I was reading standing up on the table. I had the, the book on the table and I was, sitting, I was standing right next to it. And I was reading like a couple of pages, maybe three pages, and then I would do my next set. It's kinda like a so I wouldn't just be resting. I would rest and then read uh, a couple of pages of that book. And that helped a lot because my, my goal was to read two or three books that year. And I think I did accomplish that, that goal. I can't re recall all the books, but I remember I read a couple of books that year and it was like, I was so proud of myself because I was reading two to three pages a day. And that's a lot for me. That's a lot. And now I've gotten better. So I, I picked up that strategy again. I'm doing it already. Um, I wake up in the morning and I've done it for, this year I haven't done it as much, but I've done it consistently where I like, okay, take out the book, do your workout. I do, I call it the four core. So that means that four different types of workouts is for the full body core. And um, what I do is that I'll take out the book that I'm gonna read or take out the books that I'm gonna read and take out two or three books. And I love reading the Where There Is Light in the mornings because it gives me a lot of motivation, gives me peace of mind, gives me a lot of uh, serotonin vibes. You know, serotonin is, a, is the, the happy fulfillment uh, chemical in your brain. So I, I love that the where where there's light gives me that vibe so i read a little bit of that book i start my workouts and then i jump into the books that i'm going to read like right now i'm reading the organized mind so i'll go to organized mind read that and then i go into my workout take a break and then read the that same book you can call it multitasking but it's not multitasking at the moment so i am multitasking several types of activities but it's during the break of each one. So it's kind of like I'm marinating each exercise, marinating each idea when I read, and then letting my body rest, and then creating the... Well, one of the things that I've learned through Spark is that whenever you work out, and you're doing exercise, you create this... One of the main ingredients for brain function is called BDNF. And let me try to pronounce it. Hopefully I don't chop it up, but it's called brain derivative neurotropic factor. I think that I said it right, or I might've said it wrong, but BDNF, look it up, hashtag it, Google it. And it's uh, the main ingredient that we use for our body to create those hard wires and, and for us to be consistently learning. And the neurogenesis of your brain, that's how it takes, that it takes place. So, so I noticed that, okay, my strategy is work out create that chemical read in between the workouts marinate the ideas and the knowledge that i just gained and continue working out to create as much bdnf as uh, i can while i'm trying to learn something new and i guess it's been working because i've been able to capture a lot of data my mind works at a higher level now I'm able to uh, retain more more information when I meet people and when I do stuff like that. So I feel like a lot more effective brain function wise. And now that I'm reading the organized mind, it's just giving me different strategies on how to improve my environment so I can have a better uh, quality of brain function as well. Because not really talking about brain function, it's just talking about organized mind and how to organize data, how to separate data, how to be less distractful with what you're working with in your environment how to 
you know, be more efficient with your time by being more organized. So it's helping little by little. It's it's a day to day thing, and uh, I feel just I feel like I'm maximizing that theory of mine. That okay, my vibes are right in the morning. I am listening to the right frequency, which is the meditative music. I am reading, and I'm working out. And while I'm while I work out, I'm creating the BDNF and other neurotropic factors, other uh, neurotransmitters. So I feel like this combination of things are helping me, you know, become a more effective uh, speaker, a more effective uh, thinker. I'm able to produce more creative thoughts. I feel a bigger impact on my social well-being as far as me feeling you know happy calm motivated and feel confident about what I what I'm doing I think one of the things that I lacked a lot when I was younger was confidence you know I had a lot of ideas I had a lot of thoughts I had a lot of uh, creativity but I never believed in myself too much because I always had that confidence issue. I never had confidence in myself. And I don't know why, it could be for many reasons, I don't know. But it's something I've built over the years. And people who know me now, if they didn't know me back then, they'd probably they'd be like, I don't know about him, but if they know me now, they know that I'm a little bit more confident about how I am and how I do things. It's very important, you know, to, even when you're, uh, nobody believes in you and stuff like that it's it's and you don't believe in yourself it's harder you know because people might not believe in you but if you don't believe in yourself that's when you know it's harder to get out of those funky episodes so these strategies have helped me a lot with in the last couple of years and i feel like i'm more effective at everything that i do and those routines have been super efficient the the only thing that I have to say is that I'm working really hard on you know limiting social media phone usage and that's one thing that Oscar and I from the from the switch we, we were talking about a, long, a while back we we're like dude we are so uh, subconscious we're not even thinking of this and we're using our phones subconsciously and while we're having conversations with people or listening to conversations, and it's a kind of like a multitask. We're not fully there, we're not fully present, we're distracted, and all of that, is a, it, it causes defragmentation of the brain. So we're not thinking clearly, we're not uh, fully aware of what's going on 100% of the time. We have an idea, but we're always distracted, and that distraction causes, you know, especially the phones, I'm talking about the phones right now, how we're on the phone or whatever, <laughs> And you're on the social medias or you're sending texts or you're, you're sending out emails. And it's like, uh, I think Oscar and I were coming up because we, we saw it on the book, Organized, Organized Mind, how the technology that, that's implanted in these, in these uh, social medias and apps and all that stuff, it's kind of like Vegas, like the Vegas uh, vibe. Like you're, you're playing the, the slot machine vibe. And what's going on is that that technology is addicting. So 
it is the never-ending swipe up never-ending swipe up you can always swipe up and there's gonna be more and more and more and more content so the more you keep on swiping the more you keep on swiping the more your brain wants and there's a lot of studies on that now that you know the pleasure mind the dopamine the the shot of dopamine to your brain is coming from that behavior from you trying to swipe up and swipe up and see more and more content more likes more videos more everything and you're just swiping up because your your mind's interested in more and more and more because it's hitting that pleasure part of your brain with dopamine and there's a lot of studies out there like i was saying especially uh the the dopamine it's very addicting and we don't we don't see we don't see it because it's very it's very subconscious you're just doing it subconsciously unconsciously you want to say and um i feel like a lot of us are going through those behaviors and we don't know it and it's, it takes and if somebody tells you you get offended um and being offended of that is when somebody's trying to tell you like hey watch what you're doing because it could be creating this type of you know uh, mental imbalance imbalance or brain imbalance in your in your in your brain you know so some people might take it wrong you're like hey what are you talking about you don't even know shit you know so it's my thing i can do whatever i want it's my property it's my phone so those attitudes can come forth and and you can just be like egotistic about it and not feel like you want to make the change because it's hard it's like an addicting uh feeling and I, I that's one thing that i'm trying to limit and it's hard it's very difficult so i can imagine for like the youngsters out there who are used to it it's like secondhand nature for them how they're like just on the phone all the time and like right now as i'm speaking there's this dude like on the, on a skateboard and he's texting and riding the skateboard like nothing you know and that's so surreal like we we didn't grow up like that i'm 42 and when i was a young when you're skateboarding you're skateboarding when you're riding the bike you're riding the bike there was no other distraction i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying like that's how secondhand nature is for them you know they're riding the, the skateboard have the airpods looking at their phone and it's just they're used to that kind of distraction in their life but hopefully, I mean, hopefully in the future, our minds adapt to that change. And I mean, our minds are one of the best uh, malleable parts and organs in our body. So I feel like our kids and the next generation, they're probably going to be so used to this technology that that um, the brain is going to be rewiring itself. And that's another a topic that I want to talk about, but I'll, I'll, I'll record it on a different episode because I feel... Like even the kid, the kiddos that have been born in the last two, two to three to five years, I'm no, no. Let me take that back. The last, the kids have been born in the last five years. They're coming with a rewired um, biology, biomechanism. That's my theory. So I'm gonna leave that for another episode. But for right now, I just want to leave that. You know what I just said. The episode on just brain function, my morning routine. My afternoon routine, I'm about to do my run. I'm actually in a walk right now. I'm going to do my pull-ups. And it's all about creating BDNF and staying uh, active with, with thinking by reading books, 
books that are interesting and doing meditation to clear the mind come to balance with uh, the neurotransmitters in your brain breath work is the best work it, it keeps your body and your mind at peace and you're able to do things more efficiently so I highly recommend that you do some of these strategies and implement them into your behavior into your routine so you can see the the change in your mind state the change in your in your ability to do stuff your confidence level and the ability to, to just uh, engage with more knowledge and, and be able to dissect it and be like, okay, I understand that. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I hope you liked this episode. I really like talking about this stuff all day, and I love learning about this. So if you have any information that could help me improve my brain function and um, you want to bring it to the table, go ahead and shoot me an email, shoot me a message, and we'll, we'll uh, discuss this further. And I'll be able to maybe do a podcast with you, an episode with you. But thank you so much. Stay love, stay peace, stay grinding, stay improving yourself. You know, there's always room for improvement. So y'all have a blessed day. See you soon.